Hello, 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 my beautiful goddesses and goddess lovers. We are in for an extremely inspired and inspiring conversation today because, as you know, inspiration means in the spirit. And we have got goddess energy coming out of every beautiful pore of our body today. Of course, you are in Spiritpreneur School with me, Abiola Abrams, and class is in session for lightworkers, sacred bombshells, genius creatives, indigo daughters, coaches, and healers. We are taking self-love to self-launch. Spiritpreneur School is an empowerment podcast for conscious entrepreneur goddesses created by me just for you. A spiritpreneur is a spirited business person who is conscious and heart-centered about her business. Our guests range from CFOs to professional creatives. These women are brilliant thinkers who have overcome challenges to live out loud, and they want you to do the same. So if you want to know how to answer your calling and live your divine purpose, then, my darling, you are in the exactly right place. Our guest today, Leora Edut, is a goddess on the go, and her work is all about honoring the feminine in a fast-paced world. Leora grew up in Detroit, Michigan, and moved out to New York City when she was 24 years old at a moment where she was feeling challenged and somewhat lost. Anyone relate to that, having that moment of transition? Well, Leora knew that she was put on this earth to fulfill a larger purpose, and I know that so many of you can relate to that, and she was ready to figure out what that was. So she has spent the last over 10 years of her life exploring spirituality, energy work, transformational workshops, sisterhood, and relationships. Yes, she is exactly our tribe. Leora learned that the thing that truly made her happy was making a difference in the community of women. So she is clearly my sister from another mister. So welcome to this conversation, mm-hmm. Leora. <laughs> Thank you, Goddess Aviola. It is so, so, so good to reconnect and be here with you and all the listeners today, all the goddesses out there. I love that the goddess and goddess lovers, welcome. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, Leora, I have to tell you that, you know, you and I are so incredibly aligned that my very first podcast was called The Goddess Factory, and I launched that in 2005 when podcasts first came out. And so then this mm-hmm. podcast picked up a lot of the listeners from the older podcast. And so that's why, so it's kind of a joint thing. So that's why I say goddesses and goddess lovers, because although I aim completely at women and feminine energy and feminine power, you know, we do have our enlightened men that listen along as well. I love so. them. <laughs> I love them. Bring them on. The more the merrier. Bring them on. I, I love my kings and heroes. Yes. Yes. So sis. That I read a little bit about what started you on this journey. Can you please tell us a bit about what Goddess on the Go is? And I know that you gave birth to Goddess on the Go in 2012. And a little bit more about your journey to Goddess on the Go. Totally. I'm so happy to share this with you. Um, yeah, well, 
I went through my own, I will say, transformational um, journey, and I did so much of that alone when I first moved here from Detroit. And once I hit 32, I was like, okay, spiritual journey is all about connection. Yet there's a part of me that has been um, socially taught that I should be an independent woman. I should do it all on my own. And, and I should, you know, I should be perfect and sound perfect and have the perfect thing to say every time I was, you know, in like in communication with another woman. And, and all of a sudden that started to make my skin crawl. I was like, this feels so inauthentic. There is a huge disconnect. And deep, deep, deep down, I really desired to have girlfriends, to have, to walk through life not feeling so alone. I remember I would sit back and I would watch, you know, women go on vacations together, women like in around the city, like laughing and playing and have a good time. And I was like, you know, I don't do that. Like I long for that. The only thing I do out, I do is go out to the club and drink and hang out with girlfriends there. And sometimes I would go by myself. And all of a sudden that was no longer fulfilling. And so I, I feel when you bec- when you are on some sort of path of awareness or your, or your energy is connected to that, that you begin to attract the things in your life that you really need. So the angel sent me seven women in my life. And I always say these are seven women that I would have normally not chosen as girlfriends in the past because the girlfriends I normally would choose would just be people I always felt like I had to change, fix, help. We weren't ever yes. I, I ever ever on like that same energetic playing field. And I used to be drained and angry and frustrated. And I'm like, I'm what I'm not getting what I need here, you know, like, and I'd be just pissed off. And I think that was like part of that blockage with connecting with me. But these seven bright, beautiful goddesses um, changed my whole outlook on women. And what I really admired about them was that they had a healthy relationship with themselves. And at that particular point in time, I was desiring to have that, but I was energetically not living that yet. And for two years, we met in my apartment every single Thursday. And through this, that journey... This was in Detroit? Were you... No, this was in New York. This was in New York okay. when I was 32 And those walls started to come down, and I finally could see the beauty in women. I, yeah, it was like, it was like something deep down in in my bones, in my lineage, in my chemical 
makeup healed and shifted. And I realized that there is something so profound and genius and amazing that we receive from one another that we cannot get anywhere else. And I was like, oh, my God, this is juice. This is life force energy. This is scrumptious. If I could bask in this 24-7, like, wow. And the other amazing thing that happened was each one of us in that circle started to get what we really wanted. You know, like those deep desires. You're like, oh, like, it would be great if I could find my purpose. It would be great if I could get into a yummy, scrumptious, romantic relationship. Or, like, I would love to move to the other side of the world and just travel. And each one of us started to get that one thing and many other things, but it was that big thing for us. Each one of us started to get that from adopting a child to moving to Italy to leaving corporate jobs and starting a healthy catering company to the birth of goddess on the go. And I said, oh, my God, I need to bring this out to women because so many of us go go to work, come home, work more, isolate, isolate, and then we're like, we're, we, we, there's no black and white. We go from A to Z, and Z is like throwing back 20 margaritas. I know I'm exaggerating here, but, you know, that, that numbing out, that that void that's within us because we've not given ourselves any self-care, any pleasure, any sisterhood in the between times, in our daily life. And and that's the stuff that fills us up. So I realize so many of us just don't have access to to that type of a community. And... The other thing that I got connected to through this goddess community was so many different energy healers and different forms of movement that felt good in, like, my hips and my booty and my breath. It wasn't like you got to go on a treadmill and run five miles. It was like, no, I'm moving my body in a way that's connected to my spirit, that's connected to my feminine energy, And I was like, oh, my God, wow, there's so many resources out here that women do not have access to. And I wanted to make sure that every woman on this planet could have access to it, no matter where you live, no matter what income bracket you came from. Like, I believe that every woman deserves to have all the things that she needs to create the life that she desires. Yes, yes, Leora, this is so important and so key 
to know, and so much a part of our lineage as women, this is something that is in our bones, that our bodies have the sense memory of it, our wombs know this wisdom, yeah. uh, and for many different reasons, you know, it has been squelched, it has been stuffed down, it has been hidden, you know, the beautiful women who raised us, the generation before us, you know, yeah. kind of had to go almost the other way where it, it was, you know, well, you want to almost like just revel in the masculine, you know, that's what's powerful if you want to succeed rather than, you know, our feminine essence, our feminine power. And so something that I want you to talk a little bit more about, Leora, is, as you know, you know, I write and teach and, you know, travel around talking about feminine energy and the sacred feminine and feminine power. And a common question is, well, why do we need that? If you're saying, you know, men and women are equal, well, what do we need? Why, why do we even need to talk about feminine energy or feminine power or the sacred feminine? Can you expand on that, please? Absolutely. Although we are creating this equal, I think, monetary and pay system, and I think that's fantastic and fabulous, we have to be real with one another and say that, we are wired completely different, completely different. And women are wired more from their emotional state. And so because we have such wide arrays of emotions and feelings, it's so important that we don't stuff that down, that we don't ignore that, that we nurture that, that we nurture our intuition, our feminine energy, once we we begin to slow down, we can hear these voices that have been very loud within us. But when we slow down, we can hear the wise, wise voice. The masculine energy is always going to tell you to do more, 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 more. But then you turn around and you see women, you know, getting cancer, getting sick, having all these type of um, stomach and gut issues and eating issues and food issues and shutting down our heart. We can't get into romantic relationships because we've cut off that source. We've, we've, grown to live and think that we need to be in our head when our true truth and source comes from being in our body. Our wisdom lives within us. It lives within our third eye and our gut and our heart. Yes. And that is yes. the part we have to nurture and learn more about and grow into. Because I promise you, one thing I learned long ago, and a wise woman told me this, and that is that the body never lies. So when you're having that anxious feeling or you're having that feeling that's guiding you to walk down the street or say yes to a, an event. That is your feminine energy. That is your guidance. And the more and more we tap into it, 
the more the rest of our life just kind of organically aligns. Like the relationship shows up, the money shows up, the purpose shows up. So it's so important that we learn to kind of fall in love and not fight our feminine energy. Yes. Yes, that is so important and so profound. I think that, you know, because most of the the women who are listening to this, our tribe is the same. So the women who are listening are many, you know, of us healers and empaths and people who, you know, give, give, give. And a common challenge that I hear women expressing is the idea of isolation, is the feeling of being alone, is the feeling of even if they do have friends, they have relationships maybe that they've outgrown. And so sisterhood, which is at the core of your teachings and the work that you do, I think is it's really, really important for us to get back to, you know, that place of sisterhood when we were all in the tent, you know, and we were all menstruating mm-hmm. on the same calendar. <laughs> you know, us getting back to that idea of, you know, rather than the, okay, well, if I make it, I've got to kick everybody else's ass and, you know, yeah. cooperation rather than the idea of, you know, well, we're all in it, you know, just by ourselves and, you know, get what you can and, and all of that. And I know that a lot of women have the challenge of as we get older, okay, well, how do I find sisterhood? You know, where they feel like, you know, well, I've heard women say, which I don't relate to at all, like, oh, well, you know, I stay away from women because I've had Mm -hmm. bad experiences with friendships with other women. Can you speak about sisterhood, Leora? Mm, Yeah, so, so I get it. And I always say, listen, we've all been in the place of having the mean girls against us as well as being the mean girl. And we know that either shoe doesn't feel better than the other. And I say that there's something, there's something different about friendship than sisterhood. Because a sister is just, it's priceless. You would never abuse a sister. You would never want to hurt a sister. And I think the journey for women to get into sisterhood sparks up the whole longing for for self-love. Because in a sisterhood we are reflected and we are reminded by our sister to love one another. We are reflected back by our sisters of our power, of our energy, of our ways to manifest. And and for all the women that have been hurt before, I I I get it. I really, really do. And if you could try to reframe it with me and try to, you know, step outside of the box and really see that, you know, we and you, all of us, weren't put on this planet alone. We were put on this planet with six billion other people. 
And we're really put on this planet to help one another, to help each other grow, to help each other get the stuff that that we desire. And and nowadays there's so many sacred women's communities out here. And I know it may look different than like, you know, your your social activities going out and having, you know, happy hour with the girls but I promise you if you trust if you give it a try your body will instantly recognize the way that she is able to just take in the experience like it will feel so organic like I was supposed to be here like it it feels like home in your body. Yes. And so for all my beautiful sisters out there, I just, I just say, please open yourself up. Give it a try. It is so worth stepping out a little bit outside of the box to have this. So, Leora, if someone is listening and she's like, okay, I live in Minnesota or I live in, you know, Iowa and I can't get to mm. Goddess on the Go, I would like to start my own sisterhood. How do you mm. recommend that she begin to start a sister circle? What are the steps that she could put into effect? Mm. You know, first of all, I would really check in, do a check-in with yourself and say, what are the women that I know in my life right now that make me feel good to be around? It may be a friend of a friend. It may be someone you met once at a yoga studio. Um, but there is something that that is like, that says what you are seeking is seeking you. So I would first probably yes. start out and make a list of those people, the core people, and then I would invite them. And I always say that, you know, have it be a sacred space. So, you know, I love bringing beauty into the space, rose petals, um you know, all kind of things that remind you of the goddess. You could bring in a Buddha. You could bring in a Kuan Yin. You can bring in incense, sage, feathers, all the things, jewels, the things that remind you of beauty. You want to create um, like an open, an, as much of an open space so that you could have a circle, um, have pillows. And um, I think it's great to have some sort of, structure so maybe it's a theme maybe the conversation is about manifestation or it's about um self-love or sensuality so maybe coming up with some different topics that you're inspired to learn about and um one thing that i think is really important is to create a sacred space is to like have i have i call it goddess guidelines and so, like, part of our goddess guidelines is, like, what what gets shared in the room stays in the room. Um, and um, we give each goddess her 
space to share. We don't give advice. We don't interrupt as much as sometimes we can feel we, you know, can relate to another woman and be like, oh, me too, and like this happened to me. We really give each other that that full-on um, energy to have their their process. Um, and I love bringing in movement in. I love bringing in other experts. So maybe you bring in a yoga teacher or a meditation teacher or somebody that does sensual movement or energy healing so that it's a constant, you know, like way of uplifting and learning along the way and, 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 and creating this container for receiving and support. I think that the receiving and support is really, really, you know, a big piece of the pie and piece of the puzzle. That was, I think, a really comprehensive description of how to begin. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. I I know Mm. that, you know, the reason I wanted to highlight the receiving and support is that the receiving piece is often a challenge for many healers. Mm-hmm. That I talk a lot mm-hmm. about being a wounded healer that many of us have. Mm-hmm. I had to you in the beginning mm-hmm. of, you know, <laughs> wanting to fix, you know, getting the fixer-upper people rather than people who could, you could be mutually supportive as, as sisters and mm-hmm. friends in relationships. So let's talk mm-hmm. about the power of receiving, receiving relationships, mm-hmm. receiving sisterhood, receiving abundance, receiving, mm-hmm. you know, life as we desire. Can you speak about that? Yeah. Yes. The feminine I energy property of receiving. receiving. I love it. Yes, I love me too. <laughs> so receiving, right, is so the opposite sometimes of what we then we're like we're going to receive the miracle when we work really 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 hard and I have learned that it's actually backwards and and that was a scary lesson for me I mean extremely scary I was type A you know very much a doer um, even when I began to give myself five minutes in the morning to meditate, I had to, like, keep breathing, keep breathing. You're not going to miss a phone call. You're not going to miss an email. You're not going to – there's going to be no emergency happening here, okay? these. It is so okay to give yourself these five minutes. And then it started to grow. And then it started to become bubble baths. And then it started to become um, longer periods of meditation and angel cards and oil energy energy healers and dancing. And then it became loads and loads and loads of sister time. And then it became traveling to places that I always desired but never thought that I could afford or, or and never would, you know, treat myself because I didn't trust that life would continue on if I did something so, you know, so I, I'll, I'll, to me it seemed grandiose, you know, to to take some of the vacations 
and visit some of the places that had been on my desire list. But I will tell you this, that every time, the more and more I began to say yes to my desires and my pleasures and tapping into that, you know, root, root chakra, that first chakra, that chakra of pleasure mm-hmm. and money and receiving, that everything in my life started to come my way. It was like, of course, of course I want to give you this. You know, we always hear this, the saying, the universe is abundant, but it really is. But the abundance has to begin with yourself. You have to be abundant in the way you treat yourself, in the way you love yourself, in the people you surround yourself with. And you definitely have to spend lots of time in sisterhood so that, you know, there's only so much energy we can give to ourselves. And so we need to be in a space where we are also able to just slow down and be and receive from one another. Because that, like, baby girl, that's like, you know, like a five-course meal. Like, I feel so full after I've been sitting in a circle of women. I don't want anything to eat afterwards. I'm just like, oh, my God, this was so yummy and delicious like it's like I said in the beginning like there's something that chemically shifts yes balances back out in our bodies when we're receiving and when we're receiving from one another and it's so fun this is where you like really get to test your manifestation powers it's in the space of receiving and trust yes yes in the space of receiving and trust and Mm -hmm. you're a a lot of you know that oh i'm feeling like so jazzed up you talked about like (laughs) like your chemistry (laughs) shift i am having right this second a chemistry shift that i feel it i feel it in my root chakra Mm. in just talking to you where you feel like where you are in alignment with a kindred spirit and your your spirit Mm. recognizes you're like your soul knows that person and i think that's something really beautiful that comes yes (laughs) (laughs) totally so how do women put this into effect yes your soul is partying soul party so how do women put this into effect in their businesses, that more women than ever before are starting their own business, you know, starting their mm. own enterprise, you know, which is a magical and a beautiful and a healing thing. How do they put into effect, you know, into practice, you know, the, the idea of receiving? That many of us, mm. to give you an example, I know that for a long time I had challenges with abundance. And so I would create ways to sabotage myself and block my abundance and, again, Mm. feeling more comfortable in the giving role, you know, that we Mm. then, we're creating the world around us. And so if you have Mm. whatever challenges, you you believe you're unworthy of receiving, for example, your world is going to mirror that back to you for whatever story you're telling yourself. So how do do women who are starting businesses put these 
feminine energy principles like receiving into mm. effect in their business. Mm. So here's one important aspect. Um, just as you are beginning your own um, your own business, your own vision, and you are desiring for people to invest in you, you have to continue to invest in your own growth. And I, I have learned this from um, working with so many different coaches and healers and stuff like that. So I always say if there is a certain area that you feel blocked in, whether it be love, whether it be money, whether it be receiving or your or you're even feeling blocked around, you know, your business starting. Hire somebody that can help you in that area. Invest in that person and get that support so that you are, like, in balance with all the things that you are desiring to receive. I also say, you know, lots of sisterhood time, lots of self-care, lots of self-love, compassion, 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 compassion. Rome was not built overnight. And for the rest of your life, you're going to want to get to the next level and and the next level and the next level. And there's nowhere to ever get there's no arriving there's there's no there's none of that it really is how we treat ourselves along the journey mm. i'm like say that again it's how we treat ourselves <laughs> along the journey so what do you do leora for your personal self-care and uh, self-compassion when you're feeling, when you're having, Mm. you know, a bad day or a stressful day or you're afraid Mm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. so much is happening in the Mm -hmm. world that can make us feel uneasy. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Abiola is funny. I am, um, I'm a, I'm a newer mom. I have a 16 month old daughter and prior to, Thank you. Thank you. And prior prior to to my baby girl coming, I would have like a two and a half, three hour self-care routine. I would meditate, angel cards, bubble baths. my um I would go I love I'm in love with S Factor, like that is my movement yes. to go to. I was going to S Factor like two or three times a week. I was going to every sister circle I could possibly get my booty into. And so and massages and traveling and and facials and anything that I was like Yes, yes, yes I want this. I want this. I'm doing it. And and then when my daughter came, it was like a whole like wow, and like <laughs> I had this little human being that was dependent on 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 you know my breast milk for survival. So in the beginning, like I 
I would try to at least get five minutes of meditation and, and try to get in a bath every day. But now it's, now that she's 16 months, um, like it's been small steps, like really small steps along the way to build, build that self-care practice up again. So it's like manis and petties when I ca- when I can, massages when I can. Um, I went on a retreat, which was such a great, great reset. It was the hardest thing I did to, like, leave my daughter alone. She was, I don't know, she was like, uh, she was just a year, actually. She had just turned the year. And I went on a on a five-day retreat, but my spirit said I had to go. I was yes, in a really yes. deprivation mode, and I and and when when 2016 came, because I wasn't practicing my self-care the way that I had used to, I was re- I went into angry stage, and I had to say, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to start blaming and pointing the finger and get angry and backtrack. What do I need to do? So I started just, you know, opening myself back up, giving to myself more and more and more. And so just this week, I decided that I am hiring, I hired a babysitter at like five days a week. So that I can not only get my work done, but I can go back to take my us factor classes. I meditate every day. I journal every day. I do my bubble bath every day. But goddess is truly that self-care, that self-love, that, that time for ourselves to just be, to hear ourselves, to slow down is key. And like rip the lid off of what it is you want in your life. You know, the one thing you never get back is time. So, like, treat mm. yourself and your time with honor and love and respect. Yes. That's such a key message. And I applaud and I honor you for going on that retreat because a lot of women guilt on themselves and should on themselves and, you know, feel all kinds of guilt and shame for needing their own, you know, aside from their babies. And it, and it, I'm not a mommy yet. I will be in the future, but I'm not a mommy yet. You will. You will. (laughs) (laughs) But it makes, I would, I would feel, I feel like it makes you a better mommy to come back nurtured and full and having, yeah. you know, being able to take care yeah. of herself and especially because you're raising a daughter who is going, who's learning yeah. womanhood in every moment from you. Yeah. Yes. Watching every moment makes you a better mother and also a better partner because, you know, we, we can snap. We have a lot of anger and rage <laughs> rage in our bodies. Let's be real, women. Let's be real. And yes. that's where the anti-sisterhood comes from is because we are we are such givers, givers, givers. We are wired to give and to please others. And we've forgot that we have to start off with pleasing ourselves, with giving to ourselves. 
And then we have the space to give to others and we can give to others not out of guilt or out of shame or out of because this is what I'm supposed to do as a whether I'm supposed to be nice, blah, 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 blah. You know, that that those lines and those conversations pretty well. But we get to give from a place of like authenticity, like love, like generosity. Like, girl, come over here and hug me. Like, I yes, <laughs> like I'm so excited for you when you hear another sister share about you know her love life or her miracles or or her abundance or her juicy romantic life. You're like, yes, yes, juice, yummy, yes. yummy, like. Your space is so full that you can actually, like, taking her juice in fills you up even more. Yes, it really does. It really does. It, 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 <laughs> fills, you, it fills every pore of your body when you're, when you're yeah. genuinely happy and joyful for someone mm. else's win. Her win is your win yeah. as well. You true. know, that we're not, true, we're true. not, do, we're not in it alone. You know, then you don't Mm-mm. feel isolated. You don't feel alone. Right. You know, when you're able to, to feel in and revel in the joy. And something else that you just said I think is really, really key. You talked about anger. And I think that we have so much unexpressed anger as women. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something, you know, that a lot of us have that people pleaser energy that you alluded to. And I'm trying to remember, I remember that you had posted on your Instagram, and I have to regram it because it was so awesome, like a, maybe a couple mm. months ago, you know, basically, stop saying no, stop saying yes to shit that you hate. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and the power to say no when you mean no, and the power to say yes when you mean yes, I think is really important. It's the lesson of boundaries, which is the opposite yes. of people pleasing. Can you talk about that when it comes to you know, doing your own thing, starting your own venture in the world, your own business, whatever it is. Oh, yes. I love the word boundaries. And it was something I grew up in my household not having any, not seeing any. And it was, that's a big, really big part of it, of my own personal healing experience. Um, boundaries, goddesses, key. They're so key to having in our lives because what we will find out is that we will say yes to everything and to everybody and all of a sudden you look back and weeks and months and years have passed and you have lost that divine connection to what lights you up. What's your inner sparkle? What's thing that brings you joy we've stopped doing that because we said yes to everything and we couldn't say no without feeling guilty or without feeling shameful or feeling bad that we're letting another down yet through through boundaries which boundaries are actually a part of self-love if we can look at them as like boundaries are not bad things boundaries are not giving someone the middle finger if we can learn to communicate our boundaries with love like you know what i would i would love to be at this at, at your event but i have another commitment and 
please ask me again. I'd love to come support you in the future. Or if it's something yes. that's just like a, 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 a hell no, that no, you could still say it with compassion, like, I can't make it, and thank you so much for thinking of me. You know, you don't have to cut somebody off. You don't got to, you know, <laughs> like them with your anger, you know, but it's like healthy, healthy boundaries are about compassion and honoring your own self and honoring your own life's purpose. Mm. I think that that is, that is so juicy, and I feel it pinging throughout the goddess universe, you know, that mm. being able to have those <laughs> boundaries and realizing that no sometimes is a complete sentence. Like you said, saying, you yeah. know, well, thank you for inviting me, but, you know, I – I'm I'm not going to be able to make it or you know yeah. I'm I'm not going to be able to do that rather than agonizing yeah. over you know well what should I do what should I do what should I do you should honor yourself how did you yeah. learn how to be so authentic Leora how did you learn how to be like <laughs> this is me cuz you're a girl from Detroit you know and I would imagine you know I and I and Detroit I have to say I went to Detroit on book tour a few years ago and they are the nicest people in Detroit, mm-hmm. the nicest people, mm-hmm. you know, not what, mm-hmm. you know, has been put out there, the nicest people. But you're a girl from Detroit that has a very, you know, Detroit has a very tough girl, you know, tough guy yeah. image. Yeah. And so I would imagine you saying, hey, family, I'm going to now go off and create this goddess universe that they would be like, well, what the what? <laughs> <laughs> How did you deal with any resistance, if any, to this new direction? Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, there's the beautiful thing of Facebook and social media. So I'm connected with so many people that I went to high school with. I used to also be a manicurist back in Detroit, and, I mean, I was badass with, like, the nail art and the airbrush. Right. I was one of the top ten manicurists in in wow. as you call it in the D. And so in I have D. my clients. I have my clients, and I have like I have that that part of 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 community. And I used to hide hide my authentic self, hide my feelings, hide who I really was. I was. You know, like they said, spiritually hiding out. But I felt that I had to stop doing that. Like, for my own truth, like I had to just live my life. And, you know, as they say, the people that are attracted to your energy, no matter where, no matter who it is, are going to, like, are gonna are gonna are gonna come to you if you if you're you know like approachable and you're not like self righteous and be like well girl I've like I healed myself and like I'm so much better than you and I'm up here and you're down there <laughs> and like you know we can we can go through that we can have the spiritual ego for sure and my intention is to just always remain relatable and um and compassionate for what people are going through and 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 invite them and I invite all I invite people I go to high I went to high school with I invite 
you know, people I used to hang out at the clubs with. I'm like, listen, the the those people, like every every person has a spirit inside of them that desires to have a great life. And some people are ready now. Some people might be ready in five years, but I keep inviting and opening that space up because I do believe that every person on the planet, no matter what community, no no matter what neighborhood, no matter what your ethnicity or your religion is, should have access to just tools and sisterhood and and high vibing energy like people deserve to have kick-ass lives and so you know I I don't know I I just I keep it real when like people are like you know tell me more about this or like you know like when I first started doing it it wasn't so mainstream so You know, I'm sure people silently gave me the side eye through, you know, Facebook, but I couldn't see their side eye. But um, that's okay. That's totally cool. That's okay. Like I said, my wish is that, you know, every person on this planet have access to tools and learning and growth and that we really just get to see that we truly are so much more alike we are all one human spirit and the more we continue to come together and break down these walls the more we're going to heal and lift up this planet beautiful beautiful and well said and as you said you know i know that i feel that over the past 10 years has already been such a spiritual revolution that as Mm. you said that Things that 10 years ago people thought were so crazy and that I was insane for saying have become very mainstream, you know, everything from mindfulness Mm. to chakras. And it's all a part of this feminine energy revolution and this new transition Mm. um, to the next phase of things. And I think that the work you're doing is such an important part of it, Goddess Leora such an important part of it and I want I would love for you to share with people how they can become involved with goddess on the go I know that you're in New York LA and Detroit at different times yeah yes 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 Um, you can go to uh, our website which is goddess g-o-d-d-e-s-s hyphen on the go dot com and and sign up for our mailing list. You can also follow us on Instagram, Goddess on the Go One, as well as Twitter, Goddess on the Go One. Um and if you're in New York on August twenty fifth, we are having a small introduction night to the smaller goddess circle that I do call Living La Vida Goddess, which takes you on a very intimate journey of sisterhood, pleasure, surprise experiences and adventures, surprise guests, and just um, abundance of yummy receiving. 
Yay, abundance of yummy receiving. And you can actually also correspond with Leora uh, via social media. She's on Instagram and Facebook. Can you tell people where on and Twitter as well? Yeah, yeah. Facebook is just Goddess on the Go. Um, Instagram and Twitter is Goddess on the Go 1. Okay. Okay. Excellent. And for you, my dear listeners, you will find me hopefully at an upcoming Goddess on the Go. It's interesting, you know, of course, we believe that all things are as they should be, but I have to share with you, Leora, I'm so glad you talked about the ego when it comes to our spirituality, that I had a bit of, like, shame around, like, my eye not being well and not being able to come at the last event where I was come, I was, mm. I was scheduled to speak because we have, you know, this thing in our head, like, wait, well, how would I manifest this? Why would I, you know, <laughs> if I'm so involved, why would I be sick? Why would I have? Mm-hmm. And we're human beings. And so then I had to remind yeah. myself, okay, show some self-compassion. Just tell her yeah. what the situation is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be honest totally. about what is happening. And, and you know, yeah. you'll be there at a future. You'll be able to speak at a future gathering. Totally. We want you there. (laughs) We want the sacred bombshells to release her juicy tools of wisdom to all (laughs) our ladies. We need you seriously. I will absolutely be there. I will be there. Excited. Excited big time, ladies. Seriously. So, Leora, thank you for your feminine energy and your goddess on the go mm. magic and your mojo and your Detroitness. Mm. I adore you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Same here, Mama. <laughs> thank you so much for this. This like six course meal over the phone. Like this was so <laughs> yummy and scrumptious to just share and talk. And I can I can really connect that you have a fabulous following of ladies who really just take yeah. in <laughs> all that you have to share with such openness and such beautiful hearts. So um, I'm honored. It really was a treat to be on today with you. Mm, thank you, sis. Thank you. And to my mm. beautiful sisters who are listening, the sacred bombshell and goddess in me honors the sacred bombshell and goddess in you. And I look mm. forward to seeing you very soon. And if no one has told you today, I love you. Bye-bye. Mm.